Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. B. Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we could not be sharing these stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Gustavo Arce, and he is with Better Tomorrow Solar. Welcome. Hey, man. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, I'm excited to learn more about what you're up to. Tell us about Better Tomorrow Solar. How are you serving folks? So basically, we're a solar installation company. We do commercial um, as well as residential installs, solar panels, renewable energy audits, as well as battery backup storages. Um, we service all the inside and outside the Atlanta area. Um, we have about 125-mile radius. We'd be willing to go out of state, but we're still developing that. Um, one of the key differences about us is that we're actually an in-town company. We're one of the few. Um, we're actually one of the one of two women-owned solar companies in the entire state. And we are basically trying to lower the price for solar so it becomes more accessible, more affordable for all and many communities. So now what are some of the challenges uh, that's holding solar back from Georgia? So one of the main, I guess you could say, policies and challenges that's holding back solar in the state is really three things, all right? So solar is essentially very much like construction. So for every project, you must require its inspection um, from the city or the county, as well as a permit. And after that, it's usually connecting to the actual grid. Um, that way, you can still get power with your from your home, as well as solar, and you can sell some back to the grid. However, the challenge comes with um, getting the actual permit, the actual permitting process. In every county and perhaps every city at times, there's a different um, way of uh, how to get a permit as well as what they ask from us. So almost every time that we are starting a project, there's a brand new wheel that we have to learn. Um, even in some occasions, some counties are a lot more, uh, you can say, stricter on what materials they want. Some require the minimum, um, the standard materials, that the the National Electrical Board um, requires, and some require kind of more premium options. Um, and at times, we don't learn that until after the inspection when they have us redo a couple things. Another process, uh, thing holding back the industry is um, non-standardized utilities. So a lot of the utilities in Georgia differ on what they ask for to connecting with them. Um, and another one ultimately is incentives, right? Um, a lot of states have state incentives, um, aside from the federal government incentive. And also some utilities do have incentives, but in the state of Georgia, it's about three out of the 120 utilities who do have incentives. So those three um, subjects right there are really what are hold, is holding back the industry. Um, and we're, we're finding very hard to help the governments and the utilities see the value of solar for them and for their customers and members. 
So now, right now, um, the service you're providing is you're helping, like if I say, hey, I'd like solar in my house, you'd help me, or I want solar in my business, you would help me get that uh, done? Or like, are you part of the, you know, building solar panels? Like where's the beginning and the end of services that your company uh, provides? Yeah. So we don't, we don't um, have any manufacturing. We are exclusively installations. Um, and maintenance. So essentially, if you wanted to look at how solar, um, what it can do for your home or business, if it's even feasible, you would contact us and we do a very precise analysis on how much electricity you need, how much you'd be generating with the solar panels. Um, from there, we give you two or three options on t- as to uh, what each option could do for you. And it's, it's a really tailored, very tailored approach for every system is a little bit different. Every home is a little bit different, and then every individual business owner's needs are going to be slightly different as well. So, but it, we take care of all the analysis, installation, um, and all the warranties as well. So then, uh, once I raise my hand, you check it out, and you say, "Okay, this is doable." Now you solve all my problems, right? Like now, I just hire you, and then you you're the one who's helping me get the permitting and get the solar panels in there and then connect it to the grid. That's all the service you provide. Exactly. Exactly. Just like a, you know, a contractor, if you want to add an addition to your, to your home, um, you'd go to them to give you a quote, how much it's going to be. And they essentially take care of the rest. Exactly. Like our company, um, we take care of everything from there. So now, um, Solar's in the news a lot. Is there um, a lot of innovation happening in that space? Is there innovation regarding the panels, the you know the storage? Yeah. Like uh, uh, every day, there seems to be a different headline about it. Yeah, a lot of especially now. It's the word Tesla's in the mainstream a lot. The word uh, LG, you know, those big those big brands are tapping into the renewable energy market. So now the the more it's becoming more mainstream. Um, and it's a lot easier to find information on the online. So one of the most important innovations that, that, that has come into the market is, one, the efficiency of the panels. Um, so now, maybe even 15, 10 years ago, when our, the main founder of our company first got solar, he was actually one of the first five in the state of Georgia to get solar. Um, they weren't, they were, you could say, half as efficient as they are now and almost two or three times as expensive, right? So the efficiency of the panel has gotten a lot better. The aesthetics of the panel has dramatically improved, man. Before then, you would see a solar panel, and it'd have a lot of, you know, blue squares and a lot of lines. But nowadays, the panels, they look exactly as maybe the phone you're you're holding right now uh, or a tablet. It's a very big three-feet-by-five-foot black glass module. Um, so once you do install them on the roof, they look beautiful. Another innovation, aside from the aesthetics and the actual efficiency, is the storage, okay? So this is an actual battery storage, lithium-ion technology. Um, it's, it's still a little bit expensive, all right? But one of, the, one of the things that we see that's in the near future is as more of these car manufacturers, more of these companies, as they're tapping into the industry, um, the batteries are becoming so much more affordable, right? So kind of like Tesla, um, that's kind of like one of the biggest names that a lot of the folks here, Elon Musk. Um, so right now, they're working on cars, more 
uh, more than they are their renewable energy market. But just a few weeks ago, you know, he announced that Elon Musk announced that um, Tesla's now also going to be focusing on um, their renewable energy market, their home energy market. So the batteries are also getting a lot better for the price. Um, right now, it's still kind of like the battery market is anywhere from $10,000 to about $20,000. Um, so adding that to a bill of, you know, fourteen dollars or $15,000 is quite, um, you know, it, it's pretty pricey still. And then, like, what kind of change in your electric bill does that provide having solar? So usually a system of about 18 panels, you know, that that's going to range from $10,000 to $13,000. And in, at least in the state of Georgia, a system like that, according to Energy Sage, should be able to offset anywhere from 60 to 80% of your electrical bill. Um, obviously, you know, you get a larger system, maybe fifteen dollars to $16,000, it's probably going to be offsetting closer to 80 or 100% of your electrical bill. Um, so it's making a lot more sense than it was 10 years ago. Um, it was previously double that price for maybe half of the results now. And then, so it'll pay off what, in like five years? Yeah, exactly. So in some states like California and Massachusetts, it is five years, which is, you know, I, I would say might be better than the stock market, a little bit quicker than the stock market, um, your rate of return. But in Georgia, the average is anywhere from eight to 12 years, um, just depending on, you know, how much shading, how many trees are around your house what type of panels you use, the price you paid up front. Um, we're thinking that with our approach to the lower prices with higher quality components, it's going to be closer to the eight to seven year mark. Um, but occasionally it does happen to be a little bit more just depending on the utility. So now where are we at in the kind of the buyer's journey for this? Are, is this still primarily early adopters or is it starting to slowly creep into the mainstream? It's, it's slowly starting to creep into the mainstream. And the, the reason I have proof of because of this is, you know, I, I, I talk to a lot of homeowners, maybe I would say maybe 10 or 15 a week um, and business owners as well. And each of them has some familiarity with the product and some expectation of how much it should be able to cost and how much it should be able to save. You know, five to seven years ago, uh, our, our, our owner let us know that it wasn't like this, you know? So now a lot of the customers that we do see come kind of like their customer psychographic and demographic, um, kind of exactly who they are is instead of the extremely green and sustainability folks who previously, in, you know, invested quite considerable amount on their solar. Now it's more of electric vehicle drivers, people who have a lot of technology in the home, such as the ring, um, the ring ring, uh, maybe the Nest thermostats, people who do spray foam, people who have Alexa, Google Home. These individuals, you see them more and more often, also want to add the solar panels um, just to kind of, it's kind of like the uh, icing on the cake or the cherry on top of the sundae. Um, and ultimately, another demographic that we see is just strictly financial people, regardless of where they are on their, where they are at on their, political spectrum, as long as they can see an ROI of seven to about eight to nine years, they, they, they say it's a no-brainer. So um, I'm glad that we're cre slowly but surely creeping into the, into the early majority. Um, it, it is going to take more work, and I think we have a, 
I think we have a game plan for the next year or two to really capture a larger audience. Now, talk a little bit about GSU and uh, how that helped you in your career as an entrepreneur, social entrepreneur. So I came into GSU around 2015, um, attended to about 2019, and I was fortunate enough to have the Gazuela Scholarship. Um, and in my, my, my four years at Georgia State, I decided to explore the social entrepreneurship degree to um, in, interdisciplinary degree. <clears throat> From there, the classes that we would take would be largely in um, global issues as well as entrepreneurship classes. And man, if I, don't, I think if I wouldn't have taken a lot of the entrepreneurship classes that the course required, I wouldn't have been able to join a startup and automatically be able to adapt because one of the first things day one that we, when we opened up shop was, okay, who is going to buy this and where do we need to allocate marketing funds to? And I, I like to think that the classes gave me a good basis for understanding how to come up with a, a customer profile as well as um, how to uh, talk about the technology to where it's not necessarily the technology, but what you're doing with the technology. Um, so I remember what's one of the, one of the case studies, it was, uh, I think it was a car industry, right? So sometime in the, the 80s and the 90s, usually when you visit the car dealership, you kind of knew what to expect, right? So there's going to be high pressure sales. You weren't going to have any information as much as there is now. Um, and solar is very much like the car industry now. Um, previously solar, there's very little information about it online. Um, it was very high pressure sales. And there just wasn't an, enough access to the to know how much each company was charging, what was a, a good price to charge. Um, so with this being said, the case study of the car is, is directly related to solar because we find that whenever we present, um, you know, a proposal or an option for a homeowner or business owner, um, we're up from about, hey, this is the prices in the market, the average of the market, our price. Um, the ratings of the technology, um, more information as to how long it will last. Um, this is why our company is different. Um, and, you know, we're seeing that taking a more educational approach has been, has benefited us, I don't know how many times. Now, do you find that being part of GSU and I helped you, uh, maybe uh, they provided as much kind of uh, theoretical, but also practical, where these are actionable things that you're taking right out of the classroom, right into a business. Oh, big time, big time. The book um, that we talked, what was the book called? We read the Crossing the Chasm in a professor's class. We also talked to the MVPs. This information, I, I, I think that my, that my boss was a little surprised as to, how they were teaching this at Georgia State, um, because first of all, he hadn't heard of the degree. I think Georgia State was one of the the first to, to have a social entrepreneurship degree in the state, I'd like to think. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of what I learned in class was directly applicable applicable to a startup that, that we are building now. Um, that's why we find that, um, you know, having a lean company, um, investing uh, our marketing dollars intelligently, um, knowing how to hire, how quickly to fire. Those have all been things where I learned in the classroom. 
Um, and, you know, they've been helping us grow a lot quicker than I would say maybe just going the traditional route of like a business degree. I think being an entrepreneurship class teaches you how to grow very, very quickly. So now what do you need more of? How can we help? Are you having a difficult time finding talent that have kind of knowledge about the solar industry? Yeah, so that that's one thing. Also, um, helping uh, larger companies see the value in, in solar. Um, we we are actually opening our offices right about a mile or two from Georgia State's downtown campus on Memorial Drive in about two weeks. So uh, we we definitely want to be able to partner with institutions or nonprofits and for-profit companies around the city to kind of show them how. We're kind of that new company that's hip, um, a lot younger. We look a lot different from the average company in the States. Um, We want to be able to show them that solar is finally accessible for them as well. So if somebody wanted to learn more and have a substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what's the website? Uh, So the website is bettertomorrowsolar.com. Again, it's bettertomorrowsolar.com. We're all over social media. Um, YouTube as well. We post a lot of educational material. Um, again, it goes back to our point of wanting to educate um, before like the sales presentation. And I think it's a good starting point for folks who are interested in the industry and about uh, solar and about us to kind of learn more about us and connect with us as well. Well, Gustavo, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thank you so much, Lee. And thank you to GSU ENI. We are proud to be uh, partnering with them to help get the word out about the the work that they are doing there in the downtown mm-hmm. campus. All right, this is Absolutely. Lee Cantor. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. And remember, this work would not be possible without the support of our sponsor, OnPay. So please support them so we can continue to share these important stories. Today's episode of Atlanta Business Radio is brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. 